Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. My people, what is up? Hey, Circle K wants me to know, hurry, don't forget to stop in. Save 30 cents per gallon of gas. Man, gas price is still going up, huh? That's crazy. The uh, I got 4.16 at the gas station right down the street from me. That's a lot, I think. Yeah, that's a lot. Emery, how the heck are you, Emery? It's good to see you. Good to see you. I feel like I'm a little there. I need to sit up. Sit up there. there that's okay. uh wars have you been outside today in akron damn people it is crazy windy and snowy and rainy nuts it's nuts out there (laughs) friend of mine called he's like i feel like it's the apocalypse i feel like it's the apocalypse (laughs) i think it's always the apocalypse that's what I think. I think um, we forget about all the tragedy in years gone by, and then we have the new tragedy. Uh, oh, my gosh. Emery. Emery says they had oral surgery, and you're getting back to it. Oral surgery. That sounds like surgery. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like a lot. I'm so sorry. That sounds terrible. Like, man, boo on the surgery. But hopefully it will lead to a happier mouth, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, I was here today. The State of Ohio Court of Appeals Ninth Appellate district that's where i was these are my attorneys some of them uh i have my arm around the great becky shremack she's a local person becky is awesome uh because she in law school fought for the rights of uh homeless people and won and won which is super awesome, amazing. Uh, but these attorneys on what would be my, if you're looking on the right, uh, the woman closest to the seal is Diana Simpson, and the man uh, standing behind her is Jeff Rose, and they are from the Institute of Justice, which amuses me because let's see okay hold on let me see uh dan horgan homelessness sage lewis not 10 horgan dan horgan hold on not 10 dan horgan he's the mayor google come on uh let's see here let's see let's clean up the picture i love this uh uh this was on the okay uh hold on I actually, nope. I don't know. It doesn't matter what the title is. I saw it recently with a different title, but I just wanted to show you this is um, uh, our mayor wrote an op ed in uh, 2018. And he starts it out with I'm not often compelled to pen op-ed pieces, but the current narrative and public posturing by Sage Lewis and the recently transplanted slick 
out-of-town lawyers from the Institute of Justice needs to be addressed. Well, here they are. Here are those slick out-of-town lawyers. I mean, technically speaking, I, I hang out with these guys regularly. I, I don't know. When I think of a slick lawyer, okay, let's, let's Google it. Slick lawyer. Let's, let's just see what, a slick, what Google thinks of a slick lawyer. Yeah, so these guys. See, this guy. There's a guy. Oops, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Move my face. I'm not a slick out-of-town lawyer. You know, this is what I think of, you know, these guys. This is what I think of when I think of a slick, out, slick lawyer. <laughs> a slick, snappy attorney right there. Shakes things up at a big city law firm. Um, I love them, but I just don't. <laughs> They're not as slick. That's my view of a slick out attorney, a lawyer, attorney, you know. They just seem like regular people to me. I don't know. <laughs> I just find it amusing that I'm like, hey, hey, I mean, they're smart. They went to good schools and everything, but I'm, and I love them very much, but slick. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Shannon, greetings and salutations to you too. Uh, Emery, two teeth and all the surrounding soft tissue removed. Dang, but it should help with the pain. Yeah. Uh, they must scare him, says Shannon. Well, yeah, something. All the posturing to make himself look good. Uh, <laughs> the posturing. <laughs> Here I am posturing. See that? Look at me. Posturing. I don't know. I just, I almost to the point where I feel bad for our, 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 our mayor for, um, you know, he goes on to say their fictional narratives suggest that this big, bad city government, do, one, doesn't do enough to help the homeless, two, doesn't care about the plight of vulnerable people. Three, we'll soon put people out on the streets right at Thanksgiving, no less, which he did. did. I mean, and is preventing persons from exercising their right to do with that. I think, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, now here's the facts. Almost two years ago, the homeless charity began violating the city's zoning and other ordinances by establishing a campground for the homeless to live in tents on its property located 15 Brosty. From the outset, I and my staff made a collective decision to not take immediate enforcement action to give them time to find a legal and proper path forward to be beneficial for those living there. Well, anyways, anyways, uh, for all the pasturing and loud impassioned speeches, blog posts, yeah, blog posts, public requests for donations, and edgy movie posters. And by the way, I lost that edgy movie poster. I never, if you made that, would you, somebody send it to me? It was really nice, and I lost it. Literally, some guy made this really cool edgy movie poster, and I lost it. And then, depicting him as some type of savior... <laughs> Sage Lewis has made little progress on actually moving the needle on homelessness. Just because he attracts homeless people does not make him an expert on homelessness. In fact, when this type of communal, no barrier tent living crops up in a community, it exacerbates the homeless problem. Look at Seattle. What a piece of shit that is. People living proof. Tent's not a solution. Anyways, I can go on and on. I just... <laughs> Oh, my good Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Shannon says, oh, you have his attention. Yes. Oh, I do have his attention. Oh, I do. I think he's obsessed with me. Uh, now, there was a post. 
Where is it? What did I do with that? Uh, so it was found out that the mayor of Akron, uh, he, you know, he chats up other mayors of Ohio cities, which is great, but he wrote something like, the communist wing of the Democratic Party gets all the attention. That's what he texted some other mayor. That's what he said. His phrase, is, his phrase was, the communist wing of the Democratic Party. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and my friend was like, dude, he's talking about you. <laughs> I'm like, no. Like, yeah. He's talking about you. I'm like, no, you know how to say the nicest things. Um... I don't know. <laughs> but I love it, and I will gladly take the title uh, Communist Wing of the Democratic Party any day of the week. Emery says, you aren't making homelessness worse. You're making it visible. Not sure in his eyes which is worse. Well, that's the thing. I... To make homelessness, okay, this is how I think I would need to make homelessness worse. I would need to take a person that's living happy, they're living happy in a house, everything is going great, they're like, God, everything is going so great, and then through my posturing and my slick out-of-town lawyers, I convince them to move into a tent. That would, I think... Uh, make homelessness worse. I am taking people who have nowhere to go and give them a place to go. So now, I don't know. <laughs> Shannon says, you slay me. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, I, I'm always trying to find the other side of things, okay? I'm always trying to see how other people... Yeah, <laughs> sounds like an average landlord to me, says Emery. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't think I'm making it worse. I I really, honest to God, am here to try to understand the opposing position. And for me to be making homelessness worse, I think I would need to make people homeless. And I'm here to tell you, when you uh, are living in a tent in the freezing cold, I typically don't see a lot of people flocking to that lifestyle so let me get you let me get you a nice cold tent picture oh wait here let's watch a video let's i don't know what this video is going to be like let's see what it, what happens what's the worst that could happen it's a beautiful crisp morning here in the houseless movement garden this is we're probably winding down winter uh it's in the teens right now but we're supposed to get near 50 today I'm so proud of these people. They are fighters. They are optimistic. They believe in their country, in uh, the goodness of humanity. Um, and they survive, and oftentimes cheerfully. They give me hope and inspiration every single day. I love these people. It's so, a beautiful, crisp uh, morning here. You know, that is what it looks like normally they can't get heat because i'm having problems with the electric i'm working on the electric i'm working on it so usually they are living in a tent in the middle of the winter with no electric no heat 
Just a few blankets and a Walmart tent. And so I don't believe it is reasonable to suggest that I am making homelessness worse. Uh, Shannon says he wants all homeless people in jail so he can count them as constituents and not let them vote. I think that's a possibility. The problem we had with this this idea, which is a, val- a, a valid idea, let's put them all in jail, is that through COVID, the only people allowed in jail were violent felons. If you did not commit a violent felony, you were not allowed in jail. And additionally, you also, there was, uh, I don't know if you remember this thing, but there was this thing called coronavirus, and we had to do safe distancing, and so uh, there were less shelter beds, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now, there were two points at today's uh, hearing from the city that I was, my ears perked up on. One of the things the lawyer from the city said, uh, the continuum of care went out on a cold day looking for homeless people and could not find any. And so they had determined that no one was living in a tent in Akron, anywhere in Akron, in the cold. That's what the attorney said today. I'm not, I am not uh, exaggerating it. He said it, that the continuum of care went out on a very cold day. They looked around. They went to some tents. They couldn't find anybody, and that meant that everybody was inside. He said it. He said it. Uh, I can find you, and not just at my place, but I'm here to tell you, people lived at my place all winter long in tents. And in fact, (laughs) in fact, every winter, more people come to live with me. Because they are desperate for any kind of shelter. Okay? So, uh, oh yes, Emery said, wasn't there a point in time account where he claimed that you made the numbers higher just because you knew? Yes. So, uh, let me see if I can find that. Sage Lewis increased homelessness by 71%. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, okay, yeah, there. this is a post. Uh, I can get you this. Let's see. So I wrote, this is in January 3rd, 2020. If there was ever, I wrote this. I said, if there ever was more, uh, appropriate use of the word bullshit in describing something, I've never seen it. The HUD mandated homeless point in time pit count is complete and total bullshit. The department of housing and urban development requires communities to complete the count in order to receive federal funding for homeless programs. Some experts say it undercounts homeless people by half or more. In 2018, the Summit County, Ohio, Continuum of Care used our tent village and day center as a center for counting homeless people. Their homeless numbers increased by, bum, 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 71%. Duh, I wrote. Some homeless people finally came out of hiding and stayed at our tent village. It's not shocking. It's just common sense. I don't think that they needed to be surprised. They were finally able to find them. But this, but here's where it gets good. But here's the thing. They didn't say our village helped them more accurately count the homeless. They blamed us for the homeless increase. So here it is from the continual care. They wrote an op-ed in the Beacon Journal. This past year, we have seen an increase in homelessness in exploring the cause. The cause of this increase, okay? The word, the cause, the reason for this increase, it appears the growth and development of the Second Chance Village is a primary factor. 
Since the opening of the village, our unsheltered population grew by 71% in one year. Now, I once had a reporter uh, challenge me that, to say, oh, that's not what they meant. But that's their quote, okay? So if you don't believe that what they're saying there when they say in exploring the cause of the increase, Second Chance Village is a primary factor. Let me read it in another way. Second Chance Village is a primary factor in the cause of increasing homelessness. Okay? Now, if any of you think that I'm misreading that statement, by all means, by all means, be like, Sage, you're overreacting, dude. But then I go on. It wasn't that we just never could count homeless people accurately before. No, they were saying uh, people loved living in tents in January in northeast Ohio so much that we increased homelessness. That's literally what they were saying. That they were having such a fabulous time living at my village that I increased homelessness. The reason they were so upset was because they were cooking the books of homeless numbers for the previous five years, and we called them out. They wrote, for the last five years, the county has seen a reduction in the number of people living homeless, culminating in a declaration of a functional zero for veteran homelessness. If you would like to see some veterans who are homeless, just stop by my place. I got them. Okay? I wrote, functional zero for veteran homelessness is a total blatant dangerous lie. Ask anyone who actually helps homeless veterans on the street how there are, z- uh, how there are zero homeless veterans. They'll laugh you out of the room. Here's another lie. As stated above, the community has the beds available. The community has the financial support available. The community has the support services in place and available for every resident of Second Chance Village. Okay? Now. I hate to say, no, you're, I'm not lying, you're lying, but I proved that they were, if not lying, completely clueless to the truth of homelessness. Okay? Because there were people that never got housed in when the entire continuum of care, and they were bitter about it, the entire continuum of care stopped everything to house the people at my village. And I am here to tell you, I am to this day sheltering people who were never housed and have never been housed since that declaration that they were going to house everybody. They were on the list and they never got housed. They classified them as, what are they were, a self, self-resolving, self-resolving. A self-resolved homeless person could be a person that went to jail, a person that died, or a person that just disappeared. And they put them in the housed category. That's what they did. If they were self-resolved, they counted them as housed. They didn't know what happened to them, but in their numbers, they got to count them as housed. Uh, Emery says, it's interesting to compare per capita counts between Akron and Cleveland where the people who do the counts actually have relationships and know how and where to find people. Indeed. Shannon says, bullshit. Haven Rest only has 33 beds before COVID and any battered shelter you have to have proof of abuse. Thank you for saying that, Shannon. I cannot tell you the last time I honestly cannot think of the last time where I called 211 and I said, hey, um, I have a woman who needs shelter tonight. Should we do it? I can call him right now. I wonder if I can call on this. I, uh, I'll think about it. I, I don't, I don't want to. 
I, I, I will think about doing that. Um, <coughs> repeatedly, people come to me and say, Sage, there are no beds for women at the Haven of Rest. Sage, there are no, there's only a waiting list on uh, 211. And then, may I say, if you have a dog... There is no place for you. If you are a man with a child, there is no place for you. Ever. Ever. If you are a if you are a couple, there is no place for you. Do you understand? Shannon says and now Haven turns women away after dark. They never used to. Wow. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, Shannon, can you uh, give a little feedback of how you know these things? I'm, I'm, I'm not in any way suggesting that you're wrong. I have heard these things, but just to be like, you know, I, I've called or I've, I live there. I don't know. But you don't have to. I Do what you want, Shannon. But thank you. Thank you. Um. So here's the thing. That's a good point, Emery. Battered Women's Shelter takes limited pets. Family, pre- uh, really? Family Promise takes couples and single fathers with kids, but good luck getting in there. Okay. Okay, good to know. I did not know that. Oh, wait, is Family Promise the new one? Is that over on Family Promise Akron? Okay. Uh, family promise. I need to know about family promise. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Who we are? Okay, our mission. I do need to know more about family promise. Um, is this the one that the... Um, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This here... Okay, I need to know more about these guys. But this was uh, a apartment building owned by the Battered Women's Shelter. Uh, they hired a, um, my auction firm to sell all the belongings out of there. I mean, you know, it's because they needed to empty it. But this is it. So this is that. It's on Copley Road. Okay. And um, when was this? This is, okay, February. I need to know about these. Family Promise is Summit County, a nonprofit organization that helps family experiencing homelessness stay together. Okay, thank you for pointing this out. I need to know about this. It's rolling out a new program that offers families a pass towards ownership. We're very excited about the program. Family Promise Summit County has been an emergency shelter for families and longer-term housing provider via rental properties. Up until now, we haven't been able to help with home ownership. It's goal to threefold help families experiencing homelessness to give families the opportunity. This is awesome. This is awesome. Family Promise will work with Medina County Land or Summit County Land Bank to purchase foreclosed properties. Okay, for around $10,000. And then collaborate with Truly Reaching You to assess and perform renovations. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, very good. So this is wonderful. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Family Promise is working with East Akron Neighborhood Development to assist families with the Department of Housing, uh, HUD, Financial Counseling, ENDC, Blah, 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 blah. Uh, family Promises assisted 45 homeless, uh, uh, 45 families experiencing homelessness last year and expects to assist 50 to 60 families in 2022. Wonderful. There are currently 212 known families experiencing homelessness that need assistance in Summit County. Now, bull fucking shit. How dare you Write a number like this, like you know that. That boils my blood. That's 212 that we know of. Not, oh, well, there's 212 families. Everybody else is fine. Bull fucking shit. And go fucking kiss my fucking ass. See, when they start saying this shit now, I got to swear and I get angry. Akron has the highest eviction rate in uh, Akron, in, Akron in, in Ohio. 
they are evicting, I think it's 3,800 people a year. That is 10 people or 10 evictions, which is an entire family, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 10 evictions a day. So how the hell do they know it's 212? See, that's propaganda bullshit to make you think, hey, we took care of, uh, you know, we're going to help 50 to 60 families, and there's only 200 left. I mean, that's only another 150 families, 160 families. <laughs> hey, good job. Liars, liars. Bullshit fucking liars. And you see, this is why I get fucking mad because they're trying to cover up the situation. Now, look, I'm glad Family Promise is here. They're doing, I don't know anything about them. Looks like they're doing good work to me. <coughs> but then you get these insiders that start lying and gaslighting about the truth. Okay? They're lying, lying sacks of shit, okay? And that's where I go wrong. Oh, cool. Uh, Emery says, I lived in that building for a few months back in the day. It's a nice place. It is a nice building. It's a really nice building, and I'm very, very pleased that Family Promise is using it. Uh, that's the number on their wait list, for sure, for sure. But there are currently, okay, Known, all right, maybe I can calm down. Known families. I just, I just see this as propaganda. I would like to say there are 212 families on the summit, you know, wait list. Okay. Known fam. All right, maybe I can calm down. I just, they, they're so terrified that they have to lie about the truth. And, and, and when you lie about something like homelessness, people die. Okay? When you lie about homelessness, people die. And they do it because they are bureaucratic, pussy-ass bullshit artists that are too afraid to stand up and, and be a fucking... I don't want to, uh, you know, have some goddamn backbone, for God's sake. Sick of bureaucrats. I'm sick of politicians. They're all covering up. They're all lying assholes to save their own skin while people die and suffer. Okay? Look, is my situation perfect? Hell fucking no. I do not believe, however, I currently have any mice, rats, cockroaches, or bed bugs in my house. I've never had bed bugs in my house. I've had all the other things. It's just a matter of time. But when I have them, I will let you fucking know. <coughs> because we need to address it, and it's a complicated issue. Do you know why we have bugs? Because a lot of times, I'm sheltering people that don't like trash cans. And they don't particularly like toilets either. Okay? I once housed a person that left their dog in their bedroom for a month. Never took it out. Now, I'm not here to blame. I'm not here to say, well, that's why. I'm here to explain the situation. Okay? You see what I'm getting at here? But these people are too terrified. Uh, Tober, who built uh, Stony Point Commons has got not him but his like people around him have gone so far to say that that not him he did not say this but people around him messaged me and accused the woman on uh, uh that 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 that, that, that uh, was interviewed by the beacon journal uh that there was uh, uh, a rodent feces and she had to become she was homeless living in her car she moved into stony point and she had to leave because she was coming down with some illness i can't remember there's an illness when you breathe in uh, rodent feces she became she left she went to be homeless that the person talking to me not tober but close to tober accused her of lying <coughs> the beacon journal went and looked at stony point commons and visually saw rodent 
feces. And my contact, who I will not say, said they were lying. Lying. Ha! Tober wrote on my Facebook wall, Hey, man, we all got rodents. I live out in the country. I got rodents all the time. No, motherfucker, we all don't have rodents. If I had a fucking mouse in this house, my wife would get, like, Christo, and he, she would cover this house with a plastic fucking bag and, 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 and nuke it. <coughs> there would be no, there would, there would be no rest if she saw a mouse dropping in this house. None. None. And if you think my wife is bad, you should see what would happen if my in-laws who left, lived downstairs saw that. Forget about it. I would have to tranquilize them. <coughs> it would be a nightmare. You ever seen hair on fire, people running through the streets like they just got bombed in Nagasaki? That's how it would look at my house if there was a fucking rat dropping in my house. <coughs> it would be hell on earth. No, no, no. Not all people have rodents in their house. Jesus Christ. An asshole. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Emery says, I don't think the point was there's only. I think we can help as many, but there's so much. Okay, thank you, Emery. You're right. Project Rise lies the other way because federal guidelines include lots of population that are not truly homeless. Okay, that's good. Let's talk about that. And Shannon says, Haven comes from personal experience. Thank you. Okay, now let's talk about Project Rise. <laughs> and what um, Emery is saying. So let me see. Let me see if I can find this for you. Akron Project Rise Homeless Criteria. Let me see here. Okay. So here's what they say. Okay. This was written. I don't know when this was written. But it says here, this is on the Akron Public Schools site. Um, Project Rise is part of Akron City Schools. And I will say that I'm a big fan of uh, Project Rise. So be aware that I might, I will try not to, but be aware I'm obviously not going to probably swear them down. I mean, they help homeless kids for God's sake. <laughs> But to Emery's point, I want to talk about what Emery is saying. <clears throat> there are approximately 1,800 Akron public school students experiencing homelessness each year. That number is low. It's usually closer to 2,000 and above. Living, and here it says, living without permanent long-term housing can have a profound effect on a child. Not only does schoolwork suffer homelessness cause developmental delays, learning difficulties, depression, and anxiety. However, education is one key breakthrough. Okay. So where was it? Uh, there was something about, oh, defining homelessness. Here we go. This is what, this is uh, to Emery's point. Okay. Being homeless does not always mean living in a shelter on the street. Okay. Homeless is defined as lacking a fixed regular and adequate nighttime residence. Okay. This includes any child living in a shelter, living in a motel or campground due to the lack of an alternative adequate accommodation, living in a car, park, abandoned building or bus or train station doubled up with other people due to loss of housing or economic hardship or not living with a parent or guardian due to a hardship or an emergency circumstance, okay? Now, that is, I believe, the McKinney-Vento definition. Hold on. McKinney-Vento definition of homelessness. Okay, uh, so McKinney-Vento. Uh, Homeless Assistance Act, uh, part of the Elementary and Secondary Education Act. This is where they get their money from, okay? The McKinney-Vento people. So, and you, this is where this definition comes from. 
Uh, the term homeless children and youth means an individual who lacks fixed and regular adequate nighttime residence. Okay. And then here it is sharing or housing the other person due to loss of housing, economic hardship, hotels, trailer parks, campgrounds due to alternative, blah, blah, blah. Uh, have a primary nighttime resident that is a public or private place not designed for ordinary or used or regular sleeping accommodation, living cars, parks. Pol- you see, it's coming out of the same thing. Okay. So what um, Emery is saying, and I think we honestly have to have this conversation. I completely agree. Emery says Project Rise the other way because federal guidelines include a lot of populations that are not truly homeless. So, um, Emery says, I'm a huge fan of them. I just think we need accurate reporting of numbers and that come from consistency. Right. And then Emery says, ding, ding, you're correct. My kid qualified for Project Rise after we were housed with assistance from BWS because our house was considered a scattered site shelter. Okay, good. Good. Now, I love this conversation. Now, because of this number, how many homeless kids are in New York City? A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Okay. One in ten. Now, (coughs) that's 10%. Okay. It's 10% of the students in New York City schools. Now, if you recall, 1,800 homeless kids in Akron. How many kids are in Akron City Schools? 21,000. 10% of 21,000 is 2,100. And that, honest to God, is the number I see here. I I see when I talk, I believe they're uh, they're con- being a conservative in that eighteen hundred because normally when I talk to Project Rise, they're talking more like two thousand uh, twenty one hundred. I believe that in cities, the child homeless rate of students is ten percent. Ten percent of kids qualify as homeless according to the McKinney-Vento definition, okay? You feel me? Now, when we talk about homeless adults, the number, or the, the definition changes drastically. Okay, let's find out how you determine that. What determines if a person is homeless in the United States? Um, Okay, so here it says, I don't, uh, all right. Uh, SOAR, the definition. Okay, wait, this is McKinney-Vento. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this is actually too. This goes back to the McKinney-Vento thing. Um, it says lacks a fixed, regular, adequate nighttime residence or sleeps in a shelter for temporary living accommodations not designated for human habitation. Okay. Now, when we are talking about adults, we typically do not talk about what uh, Emery said. Okay, which means my kids qualified for Project Rise because they were in a scattered site shelter. Okay, let me give you maybe a little easier definition. If your kid is living on your friend's couch, so let's say, let's say. You go to your friends and you're like, hey, we just got evicted. Can we stay uh, on you? You know, can we stay at your place for a while? And they're like, yeah, sure. And you're and you give the kid the couch and you sleep on an air mattress and say in the living room or in the basement. That is McKinney Vento homeless. That kid is absolutely positively considered homeless. Now. 
if you're over 18, you're just between houses. You're not homeless. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, oh, Emery's got some great points. Let me finish this point and come back to Emery. Um, let me see. How many homeless people are in Akron, Ohio? Uh, let's see. This was done. Um, let's see. It's a sad place. Blah, blah, blah. When was this taken? This was 2021. Um, housing first. With an estimated 500 plus homeless people in the county, the majority of them in Akron, Lash says the city allocates almost $2 million annually for affordable housing, homelessness prevention, and emergency shelter. He said there have been around 30 to 40 people living in the area around Grace Park. Okay. Now, uh, I know these guys. These are good guys. Uh, let's see. How about unsheltered? Let me see if I can get that number because <laughs> that drastically. How many unsheltered people are in Akron, Ohio? How many unsheltered people around Akron? Okay. Um, let's see. Unsheltered. Okay. Uh, they. I would say here, this was the 2020 point in time count. It doesn't really matter. Uh, sheltered homeless people. Uh, total number of persons. Okay. Uh, 106. I. What? I don't know. 106? 135? I can't even figure out these numbers. I don't know. I don't I don't know. 30? They're like Okay, they're like, I don't know. We got 30 people. <laughs> Sheltered two. How is it two over here and 97 over here? It's just oh, I guess it's white. Oh, white. How about all races? Wait, how about all? Okay, I think I figured it out. Total number of persons. Okay. Emergency, total number of persons, adults and children. Okay. 106 emergency, 34 transitional, unsheltered two, unsheltered two. <laughs> they found two unsheltered people. Two. Okay, I'm gonna puke. That's funny. They found two people. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, they found two. They found two. They found two. Oh my god, help my life. They found two people! Unsheltered. We have two people, everybody, in Akron, Ohio, that <coughs> are unsheltered. Two. Mm. That's right. We only got two. We only got two. Uh, two. Okay. One was eight, under eight. Here, look. When we found them, I'd like to know their names. One was under 18. And uh, then a house. Oh, wait. And then another was over 24. That's what we had. We had, uh, we had two. <laughs> we had two. <gasps> they were both male. Oh, we're going to find everything out about there. They were not Hispanic. Okay. They were black. Oh, that explains it. They're losers. They're black. 
Oh, well, we can't help them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (gasps) (laughs) Two black guys. Two black guys that came out and they were like, hey, uh, what's up, y'all? You got any uh, hand sanitizer? It's cold as shit out here. Maybe I'll drink it. Maybe I'll fucking light it on fire. Two black guys, one under 18, one over 24. I bet I know them. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, if that, uh, if that isn't irresponsible and abhorrent. I honest to God don't know what is. Holy fucking shit. They found two people. Now unsheltered means you live in a tent. Okay. Okay. Wait. Has the point in time come out for 2022 yet or 2021? Let's see. Point in time count for Akron, Ohio, 2021. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Point in time. January. Snapshot. Okay. Uh, uh, Point in time. Uh, Oh, I got to know how many people... They, I gotta know, I cannot wait to find out how many people, I'm gonna have to find out. Ooh, community support services participates in homeless count. Oh, did they? Oh, what brave people. They went out and actually talked to homeless people? The fucking people that deal with homeless people? How did they do it? Are they okay? Did they get counseling afterwards? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I just... uh, They found two people. Do you know how many people I got in tents right now? I don't. (laughs) I don't know. 25? 30? I got 25 or 30 people in tents right now on my land. I am speechless. And that, uh, not always uh, my natural habitat, speechless. Um, How absolutely irresponsible and disgusting and reprehensible to to be the homeless service providers of Summit County and be only able to find two homeless people. Let me see if I can find you. Uh, let me see here. You know who sees about 100 homeless people every day or every week? George Ann. Let me see. Can I find George Ann? Where'd she go? Where'd George Ann go? I don't know. Maybe I don't have a picture of her. I do have a picture of her. It just might not be in this set. Let me see. George Ann. There she is. There she is. Okay. Here. Look at this woman. I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't remember this woman's name. This woman right here. George Ann. Okay. George Ann. Every Monday. Every Monday comes from, I believe, Twinsburg, okay? Just in case you don't know, that's not in Akron. She lives not in Akron. She makes like 80 sandwiches Sunday night. She makes 80 sandwiches, and she comes to Akron. She picks up coffee from Middlebury Chapel, which makes the coffee, and she goes around, and she says she gives sandwiches and coffee to an estimated 80 to 100 homeless people. 
80 to 100. And I asked her, how many homeless people do you think are out there in Akron? And she says, I think there's about 200. 200 unsheltered people. And somehow, the continuum of care could only find two. Two. And may I say, according to the laws, the, the, the lawyer who just talked to three attorneys at the Ninth Circuit, the continuum of care went out on a cold day and went to some tents and didn't find anybody. And that means they all were inside. Everybody had shelter. Do you, do they believe it just because they want to believe it? Or do they believe it so that they can pretend that the truth is not happening? Because I'm here to tell you, this woman right here, George Ann, could have taken them to a hundred homeless people. Did they ask George Ann? No. Did they ask me? No. Well, probably tired of asking me shit. I say all this shit. Who wants to talk to me? Can't talk to Sage. He'll just yell at us. Actually, in person, I'm very nice. You should see me talk to police. I'm talking. I'm look. I'm a nice guy. If you want to come and work with me, I want to work with you. I don't care if you're the KKK, the Continuum of Care, which honestly are about the same in my mind. I'll work with you. I will work with you. Come on down. Nazis. A lot of my communist friends don't like Nazis. If you want to help homeless people and you're a Nazi, come on down. You're the next contestant on Sage's Price is Right. Let's get busy. Let's get busy. Cindy, there she is, another amazing person. Cindy says we're feeding over 100 on Thursdays. Did you see this, Cindy? Did you see this number? This is the 2020 point in time count. They found two, Cindy. Two! There were 106 in the emergency shelter. 34 transitional. I don't even know what that even means. So this is people in Haven arrest. Okay. And this is on a super cold day, mind you, in January. It's like January 20th or something they go out. They found 106 people in shelters. Holy shit. Is that all they could fit? Is that all the number we can have? And then, I don't know, 34, maybe that's like uh, transitional housing, maybe something like that. And then two. So let's, let me make sure I'm counting. I can't even believe this. 106 plus 34, that's uh, 140. Yeah, plus two, 142. That's the number. That's the number. Cindy says ridiculous. We are being lied to. Because they want to sweep the truth under the rug. Emery says 200 is low. I would say 200 is low too. I can't possibly know the number, but I can tell you this. I'm turning people away all the time at my place, and I'm looking at least 25 people. At least. I got 20. I'm sitting on 25 people. Not two. I had, I had 20 people all winter long. Did they come to my place? No. No, they did not. Okay, Emery says transitional housing be like a scattered site program. Okay, very good. Very good. Look, this is why I'm angry. Because this is a cover-up. And it's not just a cover-up of, like, to make money or get rich or whatever. I don't hear really shit really about that. This is to crush poor people, 
to annihilate them like the Trail of Tears did to Native Americans. They walked those fuckers the long way to kill them. This is who we are as a country. Do not think that we are not that. We are that. That is who we are in our core to annihilate people we don't like. We are just as bad as Putin, just as bad as Hitler. I am telling you, maybe not on the scale, but we genocide people. Ask any Native American if they disagree with that. Ask any Native American. We genocide people, and we're genociding homeless people because we don't like them. We're spinning them that they're drug-addicted losers and they need to die and disappear because, we, after all, we only got two of them. God damn it. Fuck, now I'm all angry. People, I love you. You're amazing. Uh, I just want you to know, yes, I will shelter people. I will fight this cause any way I can. I will fight it in the uh, 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 courtrooms. I will fight it as an activist by standing up for the right to shelter people. If they take that land, I will get more land. Land is dirt cheap and I got friends with money, goddammit. I will not fucking quit because I got nothing better to do than to stand up for what is right. What else is there to do in the world? Goddammit. I love you. I gotta go. See ya. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.